Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got Graham. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings today from Charlotte, North Carolina, where tonight the Pelicans will take on the Charlotte Hornets. It's a quick up and back for the uh, fellas as they are kind of ready to, ready to make a little bit of a run here, I think, toward a playoff contention. This is an important stretch uh, starting here with the Hornets tonight and continuing on Friday back home against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I'm Sean Kelly. Glad you're with us here today. We're pretty much all basketball today. Um, two ni- really nice guests for you. I, I hope that, uh, that you'll learn something as I did from speaking to uh, Drew Holiday and David Wesley. Uh, David always joins us on Wednesdays. We call it a Wesley Wednesday, and he is here with us at the team hotel uh, in preparation for tonight's game. We'll get his thoughts on returning here to Charlotte and uh, what's going on with this basketball team, a team that's, that's got some good news going around it right now. You know, at shoot-around this morning, it was great to see everybody available. Uh, everybody's ready to go. Tyreek Evans played sick the other night, but he feels much, much better. And tonight I think we're going to see a return to the starting lineup of uh, Holiday, Gordon, Evans, Davis, and Ashik for head coach Monty Williams. First time we'll have seen that in 22 games. We got a little brief taste of it the other night as that's how Monty Williams started the second half in that loss to the Wizards. But uh, tonight it looks like those are the five that will start the game for Coach Williams here in Charlotte. Um, Drew Holiday reached a milestone the other night points-wise in his career. We're going to ask him about that. We're going to ask him about being the point guard of a team that reintroduces the Eric Gordon piece here this week. And we'll talk to David Wesley as well about um, Anthony Davis and his place and a uh, number of shots and all those things. I know that's been on the mind of some folks here of late. I think you'll be, I think you'll be intrigued by how he answers that question. So that's what we're going to do for you here today on the road with the Pelicans here getting ready for the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Sean Kelly. Stay tuned. Quick timeout, then Drew Holiday, then David Wesley here from the Queen City. It's a bird, it's a plane, 
No, it's Superhero Night, presented by State Farm at the Smoothie King Center this Friday as the Pelicans take on the Memphis Grizzlies. The first 5,000 fans get a Pelicans cape, brought to you by State Farm. And make sure to dress in your best superhero outfit for a costume contest during the game. Tickets start as low as $14, so call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get in on the high-flying action. I'm Tom Richards. I'm 35 years old, vice president of sales at a regional paper company. Six months ago, we decided to transition to one of those cool collaborative open space offices. So now I sit in the open next to three other sales managers, which means there's nothing separating me from... (coughs) Not getting Carl's nasty cold and missing a sales opportunity this winter? That is my purpose. Blend it now. Try the Immune Builder Smoothie at Smoothie King. It's the tastiest way to stay healthy this winter. Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans. Black and Blue Report continues from Charlotte. We get a chance to visit with point guard Drew Holiday. I, I do need to ask you, did you realize that you reached 5,000 points for your career the other night? Uh, somebody told me at halftime, but other than that, nah, I didn't even know it was close. The, the number, does it mean anything to you? Not really. Nah. It's only 5,000, is that what you're saying? I got what, another 20 in me? Nah, I mean, oh, well, yeah, I, <laughs> I do, but <laughs> uh, I guess I'm more of a sis guy. If I get 5,000 assists, let me know. Yeah, okay, that's fair. What I mean, other than 5,000 assists, have there been numbers, whether when you were growing up watching guys or that you said to yourself, hey, when this is all said and done, I'd like to have this kind of a number. Um, is it the assist only? It'd probably be assist and all-star appearances. <laughs> Really? All-star appearances? Yeah, I think that's, uh, you make an all-star appearance, you're doing something right. You know what I mean? So, uh, I got one. I'd like to have more than one. When you talk about all-star appearances now in the Western Conference, that's a that's a crowded room right now, Drew. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. But, uh, if you make it over here on this side, then you're really doing something. Do you feel like if you looked at your all-star season in Philadelphia and the way that you're playing right now, you're one of just 10 players averaging you know, 15 points and, and uh, plus seven assists. Uh, are you are you playing at an all-star level as compared to when you were named one in the East? Um, I think I'm still trying to get back to that, uh, trying to get my legs under me. Wow. And, uh, I mean, I I don't know. It's, it is a little different, different dynamic. Uh, there I kind of had to um, take more shots, uh, make more plays. But, but here I – it's just a lot easier. You can throw it in to let AD or Tyreek or Eric uh, make a play or make a play for somebody else. Drew, you just said when I get my legs back under me, I, I don't know, you, you seem as strong as I've ever seen you play. Your your physicality right now is as good as I can remember. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes I, um, it's kind of like uh, it'll be like the first two quarters and then I, like third quarter uh, – uh, feel like I'm kind of non-existent or uh, make dumb plays or dumb decisions. Um, I, I think it's, it's a lot of it is concentration and being able to concentrate for 48 minutes. From a point guard standpoint, um, what's this going to be like now as you reintroduced Eric into the lineup? Now you're going to have that that Holiday Gordon Evans look on the perimeter. What's What was that and what is the adjustment to get back to that now that he's returned? Uh, I don't really think it's an adjustment. Uh, Again, it's just another guard who's going to drive and kick and, and make a play for somebody else, and uh, that's basketball. I mean, that makes it easy. Um, I do have to recognize when 
either one of them are hot so I can get them the ball. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy for me. When you look at a box score at the end of the night, do you look at how you distributed the ball? And, and what I mean is, okay, let's say I'm you're – assist and turnover. Okay, fair enough. But if you were to look at, okay, I've got nine assists tonight, you then start to say, okay, well, Tyreek got 15 shots. Um, Anthony got 16 shots. Do you look at how the shots are distributed right now? Um, I don't. I think I know how many points they have. So I know how the, the, the ball is being distributed. But um, I guess just from like a mental standpoint for myself, I, uh, I'd like to have way more assists than, than turnovers. All right, last question. Starting here with Charlotte tonight, you've got Memphis and Ole on Friday, and then we've got the big East Coast trip that I know everyone's looking forward to next week. If this team's going to make this push past 500 to get into that conversation legitimately for the playoffs, does it start right about now? Are you all kind of in that mindset? Um, I think we're really just taking it a game at a time and trying to put a streak together. Um, I think a streak, more than two-game winning streak or three-game winning streak is something that uh, we'd like to accomplish. And for the last, I don't know how long, it's been like a one-game win, one-game loss. So uh, we, we definitely like to get a winning streak going. Yeah, 10 straight, by the way. That's that's the most in franchise history, alternating wins and losses. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Good luck tonight. Thanks for your time. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. At the Auctioneer Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana with more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region. Even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. All right, welcome back to Charlotte, where we continue with the Black and Blue Report on this Wednesday. And a Wednesday, of course, means a Wesley Wednesday. David Wesley joins us here. Uh, we were just telling Ed Lang, of course, who is the CFO of the New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints, that our visits uh, range uh, 
across a lot of different areas. Hotel lobbies, <laughs> telephone, hotel rooms, arenas, never seems to uh, never seems to be the same, David. Yeah, we, I don't think we've done a bus yet, but yeah. it's not out of our, our scope of, of finding places to get this done. Uh, wherever it can get done, uh, over the phone or whatever, uh, it's always great. Hotel lobby today uh, here in Charlotte as the Pelicans get to, set to take on the Hornets tonight. I always have to almost pause before I say Charlotte and then, because I'm still getting used to the old Bobcats, Hornets, Pelicans, Hornets now back thing. At least for you, when you come back to the city, do you find yourself nostalgic in any way? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I get around friends. Uh, you know, I, I like to take in the downtown because it's vastly different than, than when I was here. And, and you, you start talking about in, back in the day, and you realize 2002 when the, the Hornets moved to New Orleans, that's, that's going on 13 years now, and it, it doesn't seem like that long. It just seemed like it just happened. So, uh, you know, just getting back here, and, you know, my niece still lives here, so I get out into different parts of Charlotte, and, and I get to see how the, the city's changed. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun. The decline of the Hornets in this city originally happened very, very fast. Um, certainly those of us in New Orleans are grateful that the NBA came back to New Orleans. But do you think back to those times, you know, late 01 into 02 and, and how quickly the NBA did fall apart here? Um, yes, and you were almost in denial. And, you know, you kept saying this is not going to happen, this is not going to happen, we're not moving to New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was in the middle of building a house here. And so, um, I mean, overnight it seemed like just, okay, we're done, we're out of here, the sell is going to happen or the move is going to happen to New Orleans, and there's no more basketball here. This this city was, I mean, when it came in in 88-89, I mean, it was jumping around here. Now all of a sudden there's no basketball and the fans aren't going to do anything about it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so it is nice that it, it has come back. It did come back first as the Bobcats, and I don't, I don't want to say it came back with a thunderbolt or anything like that, but now, now that the name has returned here, do, do you get the sense that all is right in the Charlotte basketball world? I think so. I, you know, I think it, it should have never left, uh, and I think somehow it should have worked out to where this was able to continue and, and, and never have that sort of bump in the road. But, uh, you know, I think the name starts bringing some of that pride back. Uh, but I, I'm, I don't know if it will ever be the same. Could you argue that your best years playing ball were here? I, I could argue that, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we had some really good teams. Uh, went to uh, a game seven with Milwaukee. Uh, got in the second round and played Chicago one year. Um, and I know some of these, some of what I'm talking about is going to be smeared together between here and New Orleans. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I remember a good run against uh, Orlando. Uh, Tracy McGrady going home saying it's finally nice to get in the second round and we went to or no he said I'm not coming back to Charlotte and he didn't we went down there and got two you know <laughs> things like that you know really stand out about this this city and uh, it was great. I'm not so sure that people have gotten their arms around the fact that if you look at the New Orleans Pelicans or Hornets slash Pelicans that franchise's records only go back now to the 0203 season, which was the first season of the NBA back in New Orleans. So they're now, they're now, as of today, there is this clear line cut through the Hornets' history of pre-0203 and then 023 after. 
and you're kind of caught in the middle. You and a couple of guys to where you have, you have records that pertain to New Orleans and to Charlotte, but under the Hornets' same name. Um, yes, and when it, it was a great choice of words you used. Uh, line cut right down the middle of yes, everything that uh, you know that I put together as a as a package. You know, not that I would be in a lot of record books or in a lot of records, but there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, my my records just got cut in you know smaller portions. It's unfortunate, but you know what can you do? Uh, you know, I, I I didn't play the game for records and all that kind of stuff, but you know they were nice to you know open a you know a book and hey yeah okay okay I'm still hanging in there, <laughs> not anymore. You're a Pelican now. The Pelicans come in at 17 and 17 tonight. Um, this team is healthy. Uh, all together, as we all collectively knock on wood here, uh, for the first time in a long time. We saw a little bit of it the other night at home, but but now you can kind of get going back again to maybe perhaps what you wanted to do at the start of the season. With that come challenges. Um, what would those be? Rotations, uh, roles redefined. Um, it, you know, you for that for that stretch, guys like Tyree got into a rhythm. Uh, how will that change? Uh, the bench was coming off and starting to play a lot better. How will that change? Um, how does Eric Gordon smoothly transition back into his role? Uh, you saw him searching at the beginning of the season, not playing well. And just before he got hurt, probably four or five games where you could see him starting to come back around. You could see him come out very aggressive in, that, in his first game back. Uh, came out, shot his first shot. I mean, really got to it. Um, again, he'll be searching for that rhythm. Uh, how does Drew Holiday fit everybody, get everybody touches? Anthony Davis, two games back-to-back, -back, had three touches in the first half. I mean, uh, you know, one ball, a lot of guys are capable. Uh, so how and, – and there's going to be some nights where you just don't get those touches. How do you handle that? Um, those are Those are – big questions that have to come up and, and find out to see um, what these guys are going to be able to do. Somebody's going to lose minutes. Who's that going to be? Uh, well, at first it looked like um, Rivers uh, might have got uh, some of his minutes uh, chopped. Uh, obviously, uh, Luke Babbitt uh, might get in some of that crossfire. Um, and, it, and it really depends on uh, you know, how he wants to play the bigs. Ryan Anderson uh, is starting to find a little better rhythm and starting to kind of get, in, uh, uh, get his touch back. And, and so Asha could fall into some of that. You know, you got Dante Cunningham coming off the bench playing really well. And are there minutes for him? Yeah. I don't know. There's always more to the story. But the other night we saw this again. It, and it hasn't happened a whole lot, but it, it has happened. Um, Anthony Davis, who's a top five scorer in the NBA, he's clearly your go-to guy, had three field goal attempts in the first half. I think he finished with 12 overall and ended up going nine of 12. Um, is that just going to happen some nights? Or is this clearly something that has to be looked at, talked about, addressed as far as not touches, but shots that Anthony Davis gets? I, I talk about it maybe too much. Uh, because there's this, some of that you can't just say throw him the basketball. Some of that he has to demand the basketball. And if you watched him, and there's a really good example of, of him not being aggressive in my eyes enough, there was a pick and roll, a switch. The ball comes to him, he's got a guard on him. I, I want to say it was the oldest guy on the floor. 
in, in Miller. Now, in my thought, I'm thinking, go. I, I might have even said that out loud on the air, go. And he gave it to, I want to say, Drew Holiday to go one-on-one -on -one with the big who switched over. And so it's a, it's a fine line. He has to do more. His teammates have to do more. And if there's not more done, then he will have a lot of stretches where you're thinking, why isn't he getting the touches? Yeah. But I think it's a two-way street of guys on the floor. I think even if coach draws up those plays, he still has got to want to go score the basketball. David Wesley here with us on the Black and Blue Report. I kind of had this date circled, and here's why. Charlotte tonight, you have Memphis at home Friday, and then the East Coast trip next week that features teams like Boston, like Detroit, although Detroit's now won six in a row. But the Knicks are involved in that. Um, the date is circled in my mind because if you're going to make a legitimate push for the playoffs, it just might start today here against Charlotte. Do you want to argue one side of that or the other or, or help me understand that maybe I'm too early in this? Or where do you stand on that? I think I'm going to jump two feet in with you. Okay. And you're right. This is a good opportunity. Not only are they playing Eastern Conference teams where uh, they, they, they haven't lit them up yet, but they played the stronger teams in the Eastern Conference. They're going against sub-500 teams. Uh, this is a great opportunity to kind of create some gap, not this win-loss, 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 but they have to go out and play. And kind of a really tricky time for them, trying to find their way in minutes and rotation and who's going to do what, and trying to make this push going into the All-Star break. But I, I think it's an important time for this team. All right, real quick thought on tonight's game against the, uh, almost said Bobcats, against the Hornets. I know you and I are visiting right before we leave for shoot-around today. Um, but is there something that you really need to see tonight in hopes of beating the Hornets? I, I think they, they, you know, sometimes you get in the, these East, Eastern Conference games, they slow the game down. It, it gets down to these 80, 90-point finishes. I still think they have to get the tempo up. They have to push the basketball and – and get fast break points. They, they only had uh, one the first time they played Washington. They had six or seven the second time. That has to be around 10. That has to get up, and, and guys have to get easy opportunities. I, I don't want to see a whole lot of half-court basketball tonight. All right, fair enough. Uh, by the way, welcome welcome back to one of your, like, six different NBA homes. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like I just <laughs> ran all over the league, but, yeah, this is one of them. And, I, and I, you know, I love Charlotte. It's a great place. All right, David Wesley, the analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans, with us here on the Black and Blue Report. We call it Wesley Wednesday, and why not? It's fitting. Yeah. All right, back to wrap up things in just a moment. Pelicans fans, be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Download it today. Yeah, that's the sound of Mardi Gras, baby. Throw me something! Ha <laughs> ha! Just something about the tradition of it all. Even though Fat Tuesday and Cash Crew scratch off from the lottery, you could be feeling like a king with up to $3,000 or even $12,000 in your back pocket. Stop and pick up Fat Tuesday and Cash Crew today. Now that's better than the good beans, baby. 
Must be at least 21 to purchase. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. I want to give a big thank you to Drew Holiday today for his time. He's a big part of our show. And, of course, David Wesley. And to you, too. Uh, appreciate you listening here on a chilly Wednesday. Uh, here in Charlotte, obviously back home and, and across much of the country. Um, a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, tonight's tip-off is at 6 Central, by the way. Coverage on the Pelicans Radio Network and also on Fox Sports in New Orleans. Um, keep this in mind about tonight's game. The Pelicans have yet to win a game on the road versus the East. Uh, tonight would be a good night to start that process. Anthony Davis, in two games played here in Charlotte, has only averaged uh, 13 points a game and shooting less than 45%. We'll see if that turns around tonight, and we'll also see if Ryan Anderson can't get going from three-point land um, here on the road as well. His differential, his the difference between his three-point percentage at home versus road is the largest differential right now in the NBA. Um, there's a severe drop-off, but perhaps that can change tonight at Charlotte as well. The Pelicans won the first meeting between the Hornets and the Pelicans back in November 100-91. They'll look to sweep the season series tonight, get up to a game over 500. They would be eight, excuse me, 18-17 and 17 with a win tonight and set things up for a big showdown with Memphis on Friday. So there's a lot at stake, and uh, we'll, of course, have all the play-by-play for you later tonight. Tomorrow we'll wrap the game up on Black and Blue Report, and then tomorrow night we'll go real in-depth with uh, head coach Monty Williams for the first time in several weeks. The Monty Williams Show returns to the flagship radio station of our network. That's 105.3 WWL-FM. And tomorrow night's show is yours at 9 Central. 9 Central. All right, tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, we're going to talk some college football. We'll also uh, talk uh, Pelicans, obviously. And we'll also check in with Jennifer Hill from Fox Sports New Orleans and the NFL on Fox. She'll help us learn a little bit more about why the Carolina Panthers are playing like they are here of late. And, of course, she'll also share with us uh, about player conditions in the frigid cold. Um, she, had a, she had a game in sub-zero temperatures in Minneapolis this past season and observed how the players handle that weather. And that, of course, uh, is pertinent with the Cowboys playing at Green Bay this weekend. So a really good show for you tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed today's visit. And uh, with that, we'll say so long from Charlotte, and we'll look forward to seeing you back at home and from Studio B tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Go Pelicans. Go Saints. I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.